welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And you guys, <laughs> this, this may not be some of our best work. Uh, but you know what? I think if we preface it by saying it might not be our best work, this episode may end up actually being some of our best work. It could. You never know. You know, the universe works in very mysterious ways. And the fact that neither of us are prepared for (laughs) today's episode in the sense of we don't have much to say about the race, but we are going to give a full breakdown of DRS because when our pit crew comes in the DMs and says, guys, I need help. What does this mean? We get you. This is going to be really a DRS 101 for anyone interested (laughs) with a minor detour in talking about the race. And uh, just like our teams were not uh, adequately prepared for Imola, neither are Shannon and I. No. I it, it seems like we were also members of both of the Mercedes and Ferrari teams this week and did not make adequate uh, adjustments, in, adjustments in the garage. <laughs> in the garage. You know, we really didn't utilize our off time. And uh, we're going to show for it today with you know, <laughs> a back of the grid placing for this podcast. It was just like uh, Lewis and Charles and Carlos apologized for what they put out on the track. Uh, we will also, we will take full responsibility for this maybe not being where we bring the most insightful race recap. Although I did watch the whole race. Well, I'm jealous. I didn't get to watch the whole race, nor did I get to watch any of Quali's. Um, really, it's just been a, I tried to stay off of my phone as much as possible because in my hand, in my head, my plan was I'm going to stay off social and then I'm going to just full on like watch everything back to back. And I, I knew I had kind of carved out the time to make that happen. But you know what I didn't plan on? My, trying to buy a house. Well, also that <laughs> derailed the process a hundred thousand percent. But the um the F1 app, I don't know if anybody else had problems with this weekend, but it was glitching so bad that there was such a stall in between like trying to watch the race. I'm like, I can't watch the race this way. Like there's a, a lag time and then the words would cut out, and I'm like, I mm-mm, nope. Nope. So I was, I was trying to watch it like delayed, but that didn't work out. So then I had to settle for highlights and I was like, this is bullshit. Cause I did catch like the first, I don't know, maybe five laps. So we're going to be able to talk about the incident of the race or the sprint of the, of the race. Okay. Um, but once that happened, I had to listen to it like in the car and that didn't work out well. And then the app went out and then a house got put in our you know, in our forefront. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Why, why does this happen on race day? <laughs> How dare you choose finding a house for your entire family over <laughs> providing insightful F1 recap for our audience? How dare you? The nerve, Shannon. <laughs> the nerve. Can't even. <laughs> uh, thankfully, my daughter's first communion was scheduled <laughs> appropriately so that I could watch the race in its entirety. <laughs> before watching her get right with the Lord. You know, you're lucky. You're blessed in that, in that realm. <laughs> God must be an F1 fan. It's like, oh, Reese, hold on. Your community can be after the race. No worries. Yeah, I'm going to schedule this appropriately for you. Uh, 
uh also did you watch so you didn't watch the sprint at all either okay i will say i had some issues with the sprint i kept trying to watch it <laughs> and i just it kept getting away from me a little bit but i did watch the majority of it it just took me about a full day of like watching it in like nuggets chunks yeah i would get little little snippets and then you know it would get derailed a little bit and i'm like i can't i just want to watch this all together in one full sitting and it not be delayed. And that would be my preferred going forward. I'm going to really make it a priority <laughs> to set this up. But this weekend was a learning curve on uh, many things. So well, it seemed like it was a learning curve possibly for both of our teams, but especially Mercedes. Uh, What's happening with Lewis, Shannon? I, WTF. I don't know. You guys, it's bleak. It's, um, I'm not even apologized. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what's happening. And there's the comments that are swirling, even within F1, I also have a hard time with, um, mainly <sighs> the guy from Marco from Red Bull, just well, being no, kind of a he, dick. He's definitely a dick. Like he was like, maybe Lewis should have retired after Max you know, he should have retired last season because Lewis got lapped by Max. And I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, though, Marco? Guess <laughs> <Hello>. what? <laughs> At least Lewis has finished the races. Max has I only know. finished two of the four. Now, granted, he's won both of these finished. So, <laughs> you know, props to him. But also, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say to him. I got then, into a very heated argument at first communion brunch <laughs> with my dad, who is full Italian and roots for Max Verstappen. And I was like, also, how dare you uh, root against the home team in the home country of our home people? And he's like, well, Charles and Carlos aren't Italian. And I'm like, well, neither is Max Verstappen. <laughs> and we got into a pretty heated, I mean, and not heated, like joking argument. But I was like, Dad, I don't, I don't understand. I thought I knew you. And I don't, I don't know you at all. <laughs> Sorry, Slim. This one, <laughs> this was past us. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nico Rosberg's comment about like, oh, Lewis. What's happening there? You know, George is doing fine. They're both in the same Mercedes. Why can't Lewis hang? Or like whatever his bullshit comment was. I was like, you oh, you what? hate Nico Rosberg. I can't stand Nico with like the same type of passion that I feel about Alonzo is how I feel how about, about Nico. Okay. Rank them in order. <laughs> Kill, fuck, Mary, <laughs> Nico Rosberg, George Russell, <laughs> and Fernando Alonso. Go, go. go. Okay. Well, <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Alonso is at the top of that list of being my number You're gonna one. You're going to kill him? Gonna, he's he's got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> can't stand that motherfucker. Really can't. Um, he's got beautiful eyes, though, and a great hat. You know, he's he's got some redeeming qualities. Nico, mm, this is the kid who, like, he loves that some... he he beat Lewis, okay? the he, he took that world champion from Lewis, a jet championship, and then he ran with it. And then he retired because he's like, if I go out on top, Lewis can never come back to get me. I will always have this over him. Touche. He does. But also, he's the one that will flaunt it around of like, oh, he's having such a hard time. He's such a champion. This must be so hard. And deep down, actually not even really fucking deep down. It's surface. I can see it on the surface, Nico, that he's just <laughs> gloating and like glossy and so excited that Hamilton is having a really shit year. And he's like, yeah, 
That's right, motherfucker. You're not as good as everyone says you are. Remember that time I beat you? That's the vibe that I get from Nico. And that's the kind of shit that I'm going to need him to take far, far away from me. So, so you're killing him, too. Also, he's going to be in the same assassination <laughs> that I have with Alonzo. And then George, I'm going to keep George. You know why? Because he's the only so one points him? up for my team. <laughs> So George is going to stay. We're going to be in a loveless marriage. And it's not going to be fun, but at least we'll take good pictures together. <laughs> See, I think you, you, you off Nico. You have a little fun with Fernando. Then you marry George. If I'm choosing for you, if I'm like, you're, <laughs> if I'm out here being your matchmaker, that's what I would choose for you. But sorry, okay, well, I went straight on nice like, detour. you know, lifetime movie <laughs> on this. <Just> snapped. <laughs> I snapped you just hardcore snapped. on these three. Yeah, as a full episode of Snapped right there. Full on, full on. Yeah, I'm I'm over him. He's got to go. He's just got to go. He's I also just don't think he gives very like and maybe this is why I don't like him because I do the same thing. (laughs) Like he's um, he's not very objective in his commentary. Like there's always a slide against there's like a lot of pointed comments. One hundred percent. Like if you ever like listen to him you know, on the grid. And he also wears a lot of white jeans. Not that that's a reason for me not to like anybody, but a man in white jeans that wears them at a racetrack. I'm like, come on, bud. I like, I like Jensen better than I like Nico Rosberg. If we're going to have like some former racers in the mix, I prefer a Jensen. 100%. Okay. Well, I'm glad we went on that little white denim at the racetrack is only. It's asking for a grease stain. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's only for Mrs. Horner. (laughs) If I learned anything from last week, I had a very unfortunate altercation with a cup of coffee in my car. And I got ahead of myself and thought I could do a a ginger spice inspired loungewear all off white. And and it did not end well for me. (laughs) I, (laughs) the coffee won. So yeah, I feel like Nico's asking for trouble out there. A lot of grease stains, a lot of opportunities for, yeah, you know, things to go awry. Okay. Well, speaking of things that went awry, things went awry for the home team this weekend and the Tafosi. Oh, I felt so bad. Oh my The Tafosi was there. We were in Imola, Emilia Romagna. We're back. We were, we had people, we had fans, we had flags waving in the breeze. We had the red smoke. It was beautiful. It was. Until it wasn't. Until Until it it wasn't. wasn't. And you know what, Danielle, I owe you a huge apology and not that I had anything to do with this, but at the start of the race, when Daniel, Ugh. yes, I was very Carlos mad at you. Signs. I know you were very mad. I understand. And you know, I get it. I get it. I was, I was another, I was very mad I'm, at him too. I was like, this is it. What's happened? It was, it was another, how dare you? It was how, a how dare you dare you in your, in his, on a home turf. Yeah. Carlos yeah. would never in Australia. Also, you know, I just feel bad that Carlos is having some run of bad luck. Oh, right now. it's and not good. Again, you guys, we don't need our boys to peak on race Early. four. You know, that's okay. We want him to peak further down the road and that's fine. But we also want Carlos to be able to make a full lap. And Daniel made that difficult mm. for him. So it was hard and I'm sorry. And I even had like a really cute McLaren outfit ready to post. And I was like, I'm going to save that for another day. This isn't the time to bring this one out. I'm going I'm to save it. Because after that moment, I was like, oh, Daniel, no, 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 no. no. I was like, oh, you could hear the gasp from the grandstands. I feel like on television of people being like, oh, 
No. I mean, it was so sad. Yeah. Did you really sad? See any of the footage? The marshal that was trying to get Carlos's attention to not go towards the track. He was like, no, because no. <laughs> it looks oh. like Carlos is like trying to go across the track. And the guy's like, no, I mean, just like full-on <laughs> flailing, like, don't do it, Carlos, don't do it. I was, was, you know, what made me even matter though, about that whole thing is that what? Daniel got to keep racing. <sighs> but wasn't there a small little bit of redemption when after the race, he went he and apologized. Carlos's door and said, I'm so sorry. Like it wasn't well, a great day and I shouldn't have ruined it for anybody. I'm so sorry. I appreciate that he took responsibility for his actions. Yeah. I was yeah. That was really, but hard. I, but I, any sort of redeeming like feelings I was starting to have for Daniel Ricardo after that moment in Australia, you know, last week I was, I was pretty complimentary. I said, I wanted more Danny Rick. I take it all back. It's all, that's all gone now. All that goodwill that he had built, him and Heidi had built. We're back at, we're back at a ground zero. We're back at below ground zero. (laughs) He's in the basement. No, the apology, the the apology got him to the ground floor. At least Mm, we're still in the sub basement, sub basement, (laughs) sub basement. That's a place. That's, that's where we are. Okay. That's where, how far we are. I was very upset. You know who's probably upset? Issa. I bet she had a cute ass outfit ready for some fun podium times. And- yeah. She did look sad eating some, or like walking the streets of uh, Italy. She did look a little down in the dumps. I don't yeah, know. it's just, I'm really sad for this whole journey that Carlos has been on so far this season. It's not. But we did get a contract extension for him. So that's exciting. So, you know, it's not a total wash of a weekend for for good old Carlos. Yes, that was great news for the Tifosi Mm -hmm. that we get to keep, you know, the cutest Bert and Ernie duo of all time (laughs) together. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish that they could make like Muppets of them. I know. I'm telling you, we've talked about this at length in this podcast before. We probably shouldn't talk about it anymore. But I really want an F1 Muppet show. You know, and it would be Seth so Rogen good. makes those, right? Like he's like a puppeteer. Like that's his. No, is it Seth Rogen? No, not Rogen. No, it's the guy from. Um, it's the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name, but that yeah. guy does puppet things. He would be great. It would be so good. And also you could do like the grumpy old men or like crafty and like, yes, Nico. that would be so good. Or you could do the grumpy old man as Carlos and Toto. And that would also be funny. It would be great. I, we could make somebody, guest appearances somebody, as podcasters. Yeah. We would be such amazing Muppets. Oh, we would be. You've been just okay. all you want in life is to be a cartoon. So this would be very know. <laughs> this would be like my dream come true. <laughs> Although I'm afraid of how the proportions would work out for our Muppets because we did just do a photo shoot together and I am like very much taller than you, <laughs> very much bigger than you. That's okay, and I though. feel like our Muppets would be like, one would be like a little <laughs> tiny M&M and one would be like a giant, just. Well, for proportion, it would be me, but then my mouth would be like the size of my <laughs> face. And they're like, yeah, there we go. That's about accurate. <laughs> Wide eyes and well, big mine mouth. Would, mine would be very long. I feel like Daniel Ricardo and I's Muppets would be similar looking though. Uh, like a long face with kind of a, a nose. So, you know, maybe too, I shouldn't hate on him so much. Too cute Muppets if I say so. I know that you've said this multiple times. I think my husband has too, but maybe the reason I hate Daniel Ricardo so much is because we're similar. And I don't, I hate that at my core. 
but maybe that also says something about you hate being a really divine beautiful human gosh danielle to only have your problems geez oh shut up (laughs) all right let's talk about this race sorry okay so carlos gets i'm so i'm still so mad about it and i find i kind of like stopped caring about it at that exact point like i was kind of like i'm done with this and then lewis was just starting lewis was so far back i will say george russell climbed so many places how much did, did that make you mad? It, angry. It made me angry. Uh, but all it's weird though. Like it's, I can't have like this, like, I, I mean, I'm annoyed with George, but I'm also like thankful because again, he's the only one really doing things right now in this car. And like, I get how it's the same car, two different driving styles. George is just adapted to it better than Lewis. Like I, I can see that I'm not yeah. oblivious to the facts, you know, that are on the track. Um, but again, it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow when you're like, how is Lewis fighting this car so much? I mean, he's even been on record saying he's like, it's not the worst car, but it's really close to being the worst car I've ever driven. And I'm like, that's, that's I mean, hard. if Toto's apologizing, if he's like on the hot mic, right. just being like, we're doing you dirty, right? then you know that it's got bad. I have a thought though. So you know how we see them in the car and it, they're just like, bah, 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 bah. they're like bouncing around. Yes. Do you think that that's been easier for younger drivers to manage like the, just the stress on your body? And maybe that's like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you like riding roller coasters when you're younger a lot. You like them a lot more probably when you're 22 than you do when you're like 35. And like, do you think maybe that's some of it? Maybe in the sense that like a lot of these younger drivers are saying it's so similar to karting Karting. because they're so like they're less removed from karting than like the older, you know, the more yeah. mature seasoned drivers. Yeah, that are on the, the veteran grid. drivers. Maybe then, you know, they're not out of it that far. So maybe that has something to do with it. Um, I don't think when it comes to like stress on the body, I can't imagine that in this stage of where these drivers are, that they're really like, that's the issue. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think it's more yeah. of like the just getting to be familiar with the car and like it purposing it's happened in cars in the past, but just not at the, um, not like this, not at this degree. Does it, you know, is it, we're seeing it with every car and we're seeing like, you know, an aggressive amount in every race, which I can't even like, I do, I do not like that cockpit view of where they're just like, it's on the racing helmet. I'm like, Oh my God, stop. Like it's giving me such like vertigo to try to watch this it also just feels like so i mean obviously they deal with a lot of things that are uncomfortable when you're driving a car and like the g-forces and stuff like that but i i feel like it just adds such another degree of difficulty that it's got to be distracting a little bit too i think so too because you're trying to manage the car and then you're actually trying to drive it like i think that that's you know and then you've got other yahoos that you don't know what they're doing behind you that come up and knock you out. Like Daniel Ricardo. Crazy. crazy, crazy. Now, okay. I, and maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. Um, because we lose Carlos pretty early, but then I walked out of the room. And then when I walked back in, Fernando was out. He had a, he had a, like a, just a car issue. He was, he, I think he had an altercation, but he had a, like a big giant hole in the yeah, side of his ha- car. But was that, did Lewis do that? Do you know? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. But I don't know. We're not providing high uh, yeah, you quality guys, commentary here. Please do not <laughs> use this episode as like the standard of measure for, we are way more <laughs> intelligent than we're coming across at the moment when it comes to <laughs> race car review. 
but we yeah all i know is that he had a big giant hole in the side of his car and they were like yeah that's not gonna fly now also i feel like we need to talk about too because this was a sprint weekend yes and i love a sprint weekend normally and then this one was like a big old <clears throat> but max did win the sprint which was nice mm-hmm. and you him. get points for winning sprints <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yeah, so you get points yeah. from the top eight in the sprints so yeah. sweet sweet charles had came in second in the sprint and i was I was be happy for him on that. Yeah. And, and he got a nice little start in this, in that sprint, but couldn't finish it out. So on the sprints though, I mean, okay. So it, we see that, you know, the weather is kind of crazy. Everybody's starting on intermediates. The, so many tires too. So, many, so tires. many tire options. So many tire options. And everyone's trying to kind of gamble of like, well, is the rain coming? Is it going? Are we going to see more? Do we know? You know, Charles I, even referenced a plan D. I've never heard someone say, are we doing plan D? That was like plan D We're on plan D. What is this? Yeah. I, I it was like know. a rain. So many plans. So many plans. But I feel like, yeah, they, but then it was rainy on sprint day, but then it was fine. And then they were worried it was going to rain. We had a big black cloud at one point, but that didn't happen. It was just like a really weird race. There was like a, such a big battle in kind of that mid range too, of like, Kevin Magnuson. Um, we had uh, Valtteri in there, like Lewis. Then Valtteri was trying to get to George, and I was like dying for that battle because you know that Valtteri just wanted to spin his little butt out and just like take one <laughs> for the team. I mean, because you know that the, they hate each other so much. Yeah, that's definitely not a friendship that's going to be blossoming in the future. Um, and there wasn't enough DRS in this race. I feel like also we only had one DRS zone, which we will talk about DRS extensively when we wrap up this very piss poor (laughs) recap. (laughs) But I think that that also played into it too. This was like an old school racetrack. It had like a couple chicanes. Like it wasn't, it was such a different racetrack than Australia. Like those new, newer racetracks of Australia and Saudi Arabia. And like, well, and they, so it's like a totally different vibe. Yeah. And I kept hearing, um, you know, like, when are they going to enable the DRS zone? And like the comment, like Crofty was like, I would have done it like 10 laps ago. Like the, yeah. the conditions are safe. We're not looking at, you know, imminent weather, like in the near future, like it doesn't make sense while we're not having, you know, enabling DRS. So did they ever enable it or did it stay? No, they enabled it. it. Okay. Yeah. Because that's how, um, there was all sorts of DRSing. DRS. At the end. <laughs> there's, some, <laughs> there's some DRSing. And that's when Charles was trying to get close enough. He at, Okay, so towards the end of the race, we lose sweet, sweet Charles because he got a little greedy. He admitted that. And they were he was able to use DRS and he was getting close enough to check out. Like he was going to – well, he had gotten close back up again. There was like, you know, we're changing tires and blah, blah. We're moving things around. And he was going to try and get up at Lando and get in there and get to the DRS and he didn't get to it. He took a turn too wide and then my soul exited my body. And so I that's said, when oh. he, he spun around and mm. he didn't end up in the wall. Right. So he still didn't have any damage. No. He, still race. he still raced. He had to go in. They put like a whole new piece on his car, which is wild to me that in like eight seconds flat, they just, how can I get an F1 pit crew to just like do that to my car? Like, just, just, I ain't got time to hit up like the dealership for four hours. I need like a 20. I don't need like a 2.8 stop, but I need like a two minutes, 30 seconds. Hey, I'd settle for that. Like, but yeah, like they take my car up for two minutes. Like it doesn't even, that takes too, like too much long, too much time. But they, yeah, they gave him like a whole new section of his car. And then he was like 
back out, but then it was, it was done. It was, he tried his best, but it was, like I said, you can hear it in my voice. The joy had exited my body because it was all the joy had been sapped up by Christian Horner. Sucked it all out. Sucked it all out. Well, he was probably also rejoicing because probably around this time, I feel like that's when Max laps Lewis. Ugh, I know. You know, the lap. Do you guys want to know a fun fact that they put a blue flag out when you're about to get lapped so that you get your ass over to the side and let people go and buy you? So if you ever see the blue flag, that's what that's about. Look at that. Did you know? Right in the middle. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? That blue flag means get your ass over. (laughs) You're you're moving too slow, asshole. Going going slow. Move over to the right. (laughs) You know, Mick Schumacher is probably like the mat. He probably has like a little blue flag on his helmet because he's the king of just like, you know, who actually is Nicholas Latifi, that guy. Hey, did he finish? How'd he do? (laughs) (laughs) How do you think he did? He finished. Did we not have a safety car? feel like this is probably a good race for him. I mean... Well, they probably, the Williams team was like, could you just not, could you just for once, like the budget's not great, Nick. (laughs) Right. We're going to need you to just, you know, not today. Yeah. But it was a good race for your boys at McLaren. Yes. I mean, you don't love Lando, but. Uh, He's not my favorite of the two, but I'll take him. You know, I also appreciate that. Your girls have gear. Yeah. My girls like McLaren. I mean, and I like McLaren. I just, what you know, I'm. There's still a little bit of an if factor for me. Atlanta's a great driver. Won't say anything about his driving. I think he does well. Oh, he's an exceptional driver. So good. You know, personality sometimes is not my favorite. Okay. So what you said. So what you said. So what you said. I did like that this race, they returned to the, they have like the cool down room is back and it's, it's very fun. I love that. There was, (laughs) I mean, I, I'm excited to see like the mix of personalities in it, but Okay. And I, again, I'm not a Max Verstappen apologist, but I do think that, you know, I think winning last year, maybe he just be like, and Lewis not having a great year. He's really loosened up a little. So his post-race commentary is a little bit more enjoyable. Agreed. And him and Sergio and Lando, and clearly him and Lando are buddies. So they were like breaking down what happened to Charles. And I, I kind of appreciated their, like they put up on the screen, like Charles, trying getting a little big for his britches and spinning out and they all kind of broke it down and talked about it but then they were like how did he finish did he finish like and i'm like you guys he finished six <laughs> somebody tell them <laughs> oh he did fine that's, funny. that's <laughs> they were like funny. did he even finish like what happened and i'm like <gasps> yeah well, yeah let's finished. let's wrap up this race how did we finish what, what did we what did we get on the podium this week well, we got we got a it was as Christian Horner said, it was one of the best weekends from them. One of our best results ever, best ever results. We had a Max Sergio one, two punch. Yep. I mean, it was uh, a great weekend we, for Max. Cause he did, he got, he won the sprint. He won the great. sprint. Mm-hmm. He was in you know, he, won the sprint. he had fastest lap. Oh, mm. Max did it. <laughs> but yeah, ch- cheers to you, Max Verstappen fans. And Red Bull people, this was your weekend. Well deserved. Shout out to you. Well yeah. deserved. Great job. Um, yeah, so we had one, two, and then we had uh, Lando in third, George Russell in fourth. Um, that's all I like mentally, you know, was ready for to talk about. But <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. That's, I mean, that's, 
more than what I knew. So that's uh... a... <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the whole one. So we had Russell okay. in fourth, Botas in fifth. Do you know how much that had to chap Valtteri's ass that he couldn't get around him at that at the end? Yep. And then we had Leclerc. And then my boy Yuki coming up like just in seventh. He had a great race. Yuki's coming along, man. I'm excited for Also, this Yuki's having kind of a better season than um, Gasly, dare I say. No, it's, again, facts on the track. Like, he's doing better than Gasly. Gasly's having a hard time with this car, too. I know. He's also having a hard time, people not staying out of his way. Like, I feel like he just gets, like... He's always in the mix. Yeah. yeah. And then, guess, we had Seb in eighth. So, Seb is back. Okay. Where he belongs in the middle of the pack. We love a... We love a solid sub finish. We're yeah. here for, um, and and then we had Magnuson, Stroll, Albin, Gasly, Hamilton in thirteenth. I said fourteenth, but thirteenth. Ocon, so Latifi came in sixteenth, Mick in seventeenth, and then Danny Rick in last place. But Danny Rick could just never get it back after the race. He was too far behind. Mm-hmm. I feel too like too far, too far. He needed like a full yellow. Like yeah. safety car, like all he needed an extended like red flag or something to get back in the mix, and he was never going to get back in the he mix. He really needed Latifi to Latifi, and it just didn't yeah. happen. It never happened for him. So, well, I wanted to do a that's quick where we're little, at. Um, where we are in the driver standings currently. We have Charles Leclerc with eighty six points. Max, the joy's Verstappen. back in my body when when we see. <laughs> yeah, I, I needed to bring Whoa! a little did you little just see? smile to my girl over here. All right, here we go. We're still in first place. We have uh, Max Verstappen with 59 points in second place. Third place, we have Mr. Sergio Perez, 54 points. So only a five-point difference between Max and Sergio. That's kind of exciting. Well, because Sergio's finished three races. Yeah. And then we have George Russell with 49 points. Carlos with 38 points, which is also exciting and surprising that he didn't finish this race and still in fifth place well he he came in second in one race so i mean again it's the point value of these things that sometimes the math like doesn't always equate it doesn't hit right here it doesn't hit yeah it's hard um lando is sixth with 35 points lewis is seventh with 28 points right above botas at 24 points ocon 20 magnuson 15 ricardo 11 points sonoto 10 gasly six Vettel four alonso two Joe is one, Alban one, Stroll one, zero for Schumacher, zero Hulkenberg, zero for Latifi. And none for Gretchen Wieners. None for Gretchen Wieners. Any of these surprise you? Any of these? Yes. It does surprise me. Well, of course, Lewis. Right. But but it does surprise me that Gasly, I mean, that uh, Sonoda's having a better season than Gasly because I feel like Gasly was a little bit of like a golden boy or at least like drive to survive has led us to believe so. And I don't feel like he's having really the season we thought. I also thought that Lando would have more points, but I guess he did start off the season like pretty trash. Yeah, they didn't, ha- <laughs> they didn't get any points, I don't think. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but you, again, I know that we still haven't figured out the math on this, but Silverstone... Remember? I mean, maybe you're right. That. I could know. be right on that. I don't know. Still don't know where I got that uh, math, but <laughs> it could be. Maybe it's true. Yeah, that voodoo math may be true. And also Ferrari is still in first place in yes. the constructors, although the gap has really tightened and it's making me unwell. What's the gap? Do you have that 124, ready? Yeah, 124 Ferrari, 113 Red Bull Racing. I'm surprised. 
surprised at that. I know. Oh, but that's but it. Carlos, I gotta... no, no points for Carlos this race. And like, and then it was, we that's didn't true. get like a high point for Charles. So we opened the door for them. And Mercedes is still in third place, 77 points, then McLaren 46. So best of the rest is still to be decided. Man, maybe, dare I say, maybe I need a Ferrari t-shirt. I think so. In advance maybe. of Miami. Yeah. 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 I know. So I've... we're taking a break off this weekend and then we're, they're going to be partying in the city where the heat is on next week. My hometown. I will say I am really living for all the gear. Every team that has released Miami gear is really knocking it out of the park for me. Do you know I'm how much FOMO it. I have for it? I can't even look online because I have so much FOMO. True. But also, Danielle, it's not like we won't get there. We just won't get there season one. This year. Yeah, which I is know. okay. It's is know, it? sometimes... You can't always go to everything, boo. We don't have private jets. I know, but I've, I already talked about this with my business partner. I was like, what do you think it would happen if I just got all ready for the race on Sunday and then I just stood on the, the street where the private aviation fields leave from the Kentucky Derby? Because we're, in, you know, you guys probably know this, but we're in Kentucky. It's Derby weekend. We get a lot of private jets in. So if I stand out there in some gear, full geared up, Yes. with a sign that says like Miami or bust. Do you think that someone might just let, I'd have to figure out a way to get home, but that's fine. My family lives in Miami. I can work from home <laughs> from there. Do you think that someone would let me like ride on their, like in their bathroom? Like I'll sit in the bathroom. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what, Danielle, this is it. Okay. It's kind right. of a good idea. You have a new like, mission. People will be kind of hung We're- over and they'll just be like, come on, come on. Come on. Our mission now is going to make friends with somebody going to Miami for the GP after Derby. Derby, yeah. And it's Mother's like, Day. You know, yeah. give us what we want, which is to do the racing Not to hang here out my family. and to get the fuck out and go to the Grand Prix in Miami. Could that's you what we're asking me, for. There's definitely some Richie Rich that's doing that every yes. weekend. We just don't know them. Also, if anybody has any hot tips, any leads, let us know. Hook your girls up. We, uh... We're, we're, we're good combo. We'll talk the whole time or we won't say a word. Oh, we won't. I would be a full mute and just carry your stuff around. 100 OP. Like, like you need an extra hand to just like load bags, like get you popcorn. Like we I'm here it. for that. Like, yeah. Well, moving okay. along to something that we actually can talk about today. Do know about. We do know. And we got quite a few DMs about Helping understand and breaking down DRS. So in true fashion, something we do have some knowledge on and something I feel like we talk about every couple, every couple months, we bring this up, which is great. I love talking about DRS. I think it's very exciting. Um, Also, can I do a quick, like F the haters really quick? I mean, I feel like we really made it because we had, Shannon had that Easter peep roll go, or real go the Twinkie viral. peeps are really, I didn't know that's the content people wanted. <laughs> people want it. They needed that Easter F1 combo. Yes. Um, but we finally got somebody who's like a hater and they're like, you don't really know anything about F1. You just watch Drive to Survive. And like, that's the problem with people sometimes. <laughs> it's like, what's it matter the way you found a sport? Like, am I supposed to have like an ancient relative that was there at the F1 race and that's the only way you can like something? Like, Get the hell out of here. And also, I'm envious that you have that much more 
experience with Formula One than I do. I wish I would have grown up. My, I grew up on NASCAR, okay? Big oval racing. It wasn't that exciting then. It's still not that exciting now, but I liked it because my dad liked it. And I'm Richard yeah. Petty. I'm like, okay, this is good. But I can't do anything about the fact that I got into it when I did. But what I can deliver is my excitement and my passion. And I'm going to be an educated fan because right. that's what makes me happy. So the fact that we are led down the road and this is where we picked up the sport, this is what we're going to do. And isn't that the whole point of was of Drive to Survive to introduce it to new people? Like, why yes. is that bad? Why it's is not, that bad? Right. And if you're like, oh, you're not a purist. Okay, what, define okay, that well, then, that we needed to be fans before the show. I didn't fucking know about it before the show, okay? Yeah, Sit and like, down. what does a purist mean? Like, is that like, oh, because I've watched NFL with my dad when I was eight. Does that mean I'm like a purist NFL fan? No, just like the way you get introduced to something is the way you get introduced to something. Exactly. And like, we're not saying that we are like the, you know, rocket scientists of F1. We're just trying to provide valuable info. And I'm sorry, I needed to rant on that because- Understood, yes, like, understood. Like let people find out things the way they find out about them and then like them the way they like them. Exactly. It's, there's no medal for being the longest F1 fan. Nope. I mean, if you want a trophy, if you want me to get you a little trophy, fine. If that's what you need in your life to validate your decision to come after us for being new fans, we'll get you a little trophy and you could look at it every day. And, and people not, should want more fans. Right. It's fun. It's fun. And you know what? And I feel like now that we have haters, it's like, hey, look, Ma, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I felt like a grown up for not just like, cur- you like you correcting <laughs> the grammar or like popping yeah. off. But I, this is uh, this is me popping off and just like let people find out about things the way they find out about things and like things the way they like them. Like, get yeah. the hell out of here. New exactly. fans are still fans. Right. You know. Thank you, Anyways, Danielle, okay. for, for sharing that. This is a safe space for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trust tree. You're good here. <laughs> We've got you. And like, just, we're just trying to help people learn about things as we learn about them. And like, we are not experts. Live. We don't claim to be experts. Maybe on but DRS, we, we have a little experts, bit more. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we like, read what the experts said. And then we were like, we want to know about this. Some people may want to know about this. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So sorry. Now let's talk about DRS. All right. Shannon? Well, DRS. What DRS stands for? (laughs) It stands for Drag Reduction System. And what that means is that on the rear end of the car, on the wing, there's a flap. And you'll see it. And there's a certain zone. It's called the DRS zone, usually in a straightaway, that Mm -hmm. when it's enabled and a car that is behind another car, as long as you're within one second of the car in front of you and you're in a DRS zone and it is enabled, then you can drop the flap, let the wind and the air go through that stream in the back, and then it zips you forward. It's the equivalent of of getting the mushroom in the Mario Kart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're about to say the same It's going to give you a little extra zip, just like if you got the mushroom from Mario Kart. <laughs> That's exactly what DRS is. And it's people, not like I mean, the star. Saying, it's not, not as extended star. as the star. No, it's a quick, just a quick little punch. And it's about 10 miles per hour that you're going to get. And you're like, well, is that even a big oh. deal? But you guys remember F1, it's a game of inches and a game of milliseconds. And every 10 miles per hour when you're going that fast, yeah, it does add up. So they, um, it started in 2011 as a way to make more overtaking opportunities in Formula One because it was starting to get a little stale and they're like, we need something. A little something. boring, a little, a little slow. Boring. Right. Um, most tracks have at least one DRS zone. Some have more. Like I think um, Australia, Australia had, had four. Three, yeah, four. 
but they only had three that were enabled. Active, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been really neat and they've, it has increased, um, overtakes, but again, we're probably going to see more this season since the cars are a little bit more aligned to each other. Whereas in seasons past, we didn't see it. Like we saw it when it happened, but it wasn't like the whole field could actually take advantage of it because the cars were so far ahead of each other. And again, within one second of each other to use it. It was one of the like earlier steps of trying to make for closer racing. And now we obviously know the new design of the cars was also is also like a much more a much bigger step in terms of getting closer racing but they're both tools some purists maybe the same people who hate on their podcast mm-hmm. don't love it but it has really I mean I you love it yeah I love it too because you just see it it's like it's like a little batmobile like yes we, just take essentially like you're just getting like a, a hole punch to the air. And then the car behind you is like, it's taking advantage of that hole and it's giving you the little zip and then you're zooming along your way. And that's, is it's really fun to watch when it's enacted because like you can see it coming. It's like cat oh, and mouse yeah. and you're like, no, it's going to happen. We're going to do it. <laughs> but then it's also, you have to like time it right too. There's a lot yeah. of strategy involved in it because you have to time it perfectly. And if you're going into like a turn or a chicane, depending on where the DRS is, like, you know, you have to give yourself enough room and you still, there's all kinds of other like little strategies about it. So it's not like a full, you know, it's not like a one-way ticket to the spot in front of you, but it's also like, you know, yeah, gives you that bump. Gives so. you that bump. Yeah. So now that hopefully that answers your questions about DRS and we are always happy to answer more. So if there are other things that you're like, Hey, that makes sense. I like how you explain that. Could you also explain blah, 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 blah. Yes, we would love to. That is, we'd love to do it. Um, Okay, so let's do a quick wrap up on who's your driver of the day. Mm, Driver of the day. I can't go to Lewis Hamilton this week. It's not going to Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to give it to Lando Norris. Dare I say I give mine to George Russell? He got he gained six positions. You know what? That's a good call. But Max did also have a that great a weekend. Call. He's, he's yeah. not going to be my driver of the day, but he gets P2. Yeah, yeah that's a mind. good point. I, I Honestly, I don't have enough of watching enough racing to know who drove, you know. Shannon was busy. Brilliantly. Yeah. <laughs> brilliantly. brilliantly. Um, also, <laughs> I love the brilliant, like as a like an adjective just to like I do know, too. describe yeah. things. We've been working on something at work and we've been dealing with some British people and they use it so frequently and it fills my heart with joy. So a brilliant race by the two young, uh, great British, British drivers. So, okay. Hmm? How about, I said it was a brilliant race by the British drivers, by the two great British drivers. Great. Like they were great, not Great Britain. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I was like, I'm lost on this, but I'm with you. I'm with you now. Okay. 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 Brilliant race by the (laughs) British drivers, the young British drivers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, P1 for you. P1 for me is going to go, honestly. Don't you say it. I won't say it. it. (laughs) Don't you say it. Don't you dare. If you were, you were going to say Daniel Ricardo for apologizing, weren't you? How did you know? <laughs> because I could see it in your eyes. I could see it. I could see your brain working in there. I could see it. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I said. I said what I said. Right. Well, Daniel Ricardo for apologizing to Carlos for taking him out of the race. Because that's I'm how you do it. Now, you don't take people out of the race. But when you do, you say, I'm sorry. All right. Well, on that same apology tour note, my P1 goes to Toto for apologizing to Lewis <laughs> for the shit car they put him in this season. <laughs> and for Lewis also just being like, yeah, it's not great, but thanks. Yeah. Like that audio was kind of like the bleakest, but also best part of that. Like one of the best favorite things about that one. Cause he's just like, you're right. This is shit. And it sucks. <laughs> but thank you for apologizing. And I deserve an apology. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Like you're right. You do owe me an apology. I accept it, but like be better. Right. Like switch me cars. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't do this much more. I'm yeah. about to me and Serena about to go buy this, this football club. Like I got right. things going on. I got other, I got other endeavors. I got to <laughs> spend some time manicuring. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, that was it. That was uh, it for us. Yeah. You know, and we will come back um, next week, next week we will. And uh, maybe we'll do like a live um something fun we can post because it's going to be derby week here next week so we're going to be super excited happy to be doing things but we're going to need to give some thoughts on the new you know Miami track um you know just I think it's going to be a good time and I think it's definitely something we need to to chat about before it happens oh yeah we're definitely going to give a preview for the MIA so stay tuned for that stay tuned all right well we appreciate you guys so much uh and we love you so much so if you want to share the love with us we would really appreciate if you would rate review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh and follow us on the grams or the talks we're on the talks yes uh at f1 push push real quick before we go just want to give a quick shout out to carol cart um she is our friend who has been in our dms She's out in California. We in the garage all the in time. In the garage all the time. We love it. But we found that in my my job, I am a stylist, and I was styling a girl here in Louisville, a woman who went out to California to film on this app. And within five minutes of being there, she was like, "Oh my gosh, Shannon, your name came up because the producer of this app is a big F one podcast aficionado, and she loves you and Danielle. It's her favorite podcast." And I was like, "No way, that's." so cool like our world's colliding and then like carol cart sent us a um a, a little dm she's like oh my gosh you guys this is all happening and i was like this is so great it fills it. us with so much joy and the world is so Best. small um and we just again like it makes us so this community makes us so happy and it's just keeping building i've seen so many new people getting into f1 so bring them all on board Get, a, get over on the grands. Let's chit chat. And um, until next week, push, push.